Welcome to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Bogaiski, where I will take you on a deep dive into your own life so that hidden, hurting parts of your soul can be healed. This is a podcast about love, sex, pleasure, and relationships. You will learn how to feel safe, to truly love and connect with your body, surrender to the desires and hungers of your soul, and step into the beautiful, sensual, feminine, sexy, and powerful woman you were created to be. I believe deeply in my soul that sexuality is the missing key in personal growth and development. It is time to toss away all of the nonsense you have been taught about these taboo topics and heal your relationship to your sexuality. You can eliminate shame and guilt, own your sexy confidence, feel incredible in your skin, embrace the depths of exquisite pleasure, and have the deeply connected relationships you truly desire. Grab your cozy socks, pour yourself a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's get started. Hello, lovely souls, and welcome to episode five of the Sensual Feminine Life podcast. And today we are going to talk about boys and their boners and girls in their periods. Yes, we are going to talk about men's and women's bodies. I think it's really important for us to open up this topic of conversation because let's just be frank and talk here real for a minute, okay? We all know that men love their cocks, right? They love them. They talk about them. They worship them. They call them dicks, cocks, right? I mean, it's something in their vocabulary that they were taught to love and enjoy. We also know that when you think about little boys and girls, right? Little boys have been found playing with themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. However, society has many times shamed children for doing that. And we then begin to get ashamed of our bodies. If you think back to that intuitive vision board I talked about, the naked picture of Adam and Eve, right? It is the How can we get comfortable with our bodies and have no shame when there's so much talk about shame when it comes to touching ourselves? Now, let's also do the flip side here. And let's talk about women. Most women I know do not know what to call their lady parts down there. 
if I had to take a poll, I have actually had a variety of different words that people have used for that body part. And it's really a shame that we as a society do not have a common verbiage that is approved in nature for what to call it. Now, if any of you are familiar with Mama Gina, she has, she is the owner of the School of Womanly Arts, and she also wrote a book called Pussy, a Reclamation. Fabulous book. You will hear me talk about it more and more. There's lots of wonderful insights and wisdom in it. And she actually has a whole chapter dedicated to reclaiming pussy because she believes it's the right word to use for that part of our bodies and our anatomy. But at this stage of our lives, so many women are not comfortable with that word. I remember when I first started this journey, this healing journey, and a woman used, I'll call it the P word. I was like, really, does she have to use that word? I mean, I was, I don't know if I was disgusted with it. I think it was just unfamiliar. And I really just kind of thought, is it really necessary to call it that? Like, why don't you just call it a vagina? And what's interesting is hearing what people actually do call it. Right? If you actually did a poll and you actually got together a group of five or six women or however many it was, right, you'd get a variety of different answers. Well, really? I mean, let's think about that for a minute. This is our female body here. Why is it okay that men can call it a penis, a cock, or a dick? And it's very easy to say. But when we think about a woman's body, to say the word vagina or pussy or vulva or yoni, right? People are like, huh? been educated as women on the name of our body part, right? To really honor and call it what its name is. Imagine if you didn't have a name and you, you kind of changed your name or what you called yourself. It's kind of what we do with our body parts. It's important for us to honor and love the part of us that makes us a woman. In our society in today's day and age, right, women want equality with men. And I get that. But our bodies are different. They're absolutely different. Physically, we are made different. Hormonally, we are made different. And, and it's important for us to embrace and love being a woman and not feel ashamed of being a woman. Not only do we not know what to call it, but let's think about some of the things that happen to us 
when we're young girls and we get our periods, right? And everyone is going to have a different experience on what they have been taught or the experiences they had when they got their first period. But that is a defining moment in our lives when you get your period. And how did you feel? Right? Was it celebrated? Were you disgusted? Were you embarrassed? Did you talk with anybody about it? Did you hide it? So many women have many, many experiences. I had one girlfriend share with me that her family had a celebration. In their culture, it was important as a milestone to celebrate womanhood. It was, oh my gosh, you're, real, you're a woman now. You know, and this is happening to girls at earlier ages, right? And, and everyone's at a different age, but... You know, some girls are getting their period at age 9, 12. A woman? At 9 or 12? Some adults even don't even know what it means to be a woman. Right? How, what are we teaching our girls about the female body and how to honor it? Now, many of the things that we likely do when talking about our bodies is to... Um, protect the body and not allow a man or a boy to, um, what's the word I want to look for? Not necessarily abuse, but take advantage of, right? To, to honor yourself, which is beautiful and wonderful. But at the same time, we're not teaching them how to honor their bodies. And, and God forbid I even use the term self-pleasure or masturbation. I remember when I started this self-pleasure exploration years ago, and I asked a very dear friend of mine about the topic. And, and she's someone who was always very frank and blunt and open. And I respected her for being so open and honest with me. And what she said was, Oh my gosh, I, I used to masturbate all the time. I would play with my stuffed animals. I would play with the power pressure in the shower. And, and it was an interesting conversation to know that I wasn't alone in my thoughts, feelings, experiences. But it's been shamed that we're not supposed to touch ourselves in our bodies. But how are we actually supposed to teach a partner what we like if we don't know how to connect with our bodies ourselves? And I just think it's a topic. It's a sensitive topic. Trust me, I get that, right? Like, not everybody wants to be sitting at the dinner table talking about self-pleasure and masturbation. However, it is something that we need to understand can be something that has an imprint in your life or your children's lives. 
And a story that I will share is one of my kids years ago when I started this work heard me on the phone talking about self-love and pleasure. And when I got off the phone, he said to me, Mom, did you just talk about self-pleasure? And I went, yeah, I did. Right? Self-pleasure, masturbation. And, and then I just stood there. And I just felt this overwhelming presence. And I looked him in the eye and I said, you know, it's natural, normal, and it's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with touching yourself and, and having a, a self-love masturbation practice as a part of your life, right? And like, I'm not a boy. I don't have a penis, so I can't tell you exactly what it feels like. <laughs> but what I can tell you is there's no need to be ashamed of it. There's nothing wrong with it. And I literally in that moment could just see the shame and embarrassment wiped off of his face. Never forget that day. I, I can picture it exactly where I was standing and where he was standing. And and I don't know if he would, you know, willingly want to talk about that experience today as a teenage boy. But I know that it was a huge shift in his life. You see, I actually thought that my ex was talking about all of the quote-unquote sex body stuff with my boys because he was the man right and I was just mom um and I have since learned it's it's important for me as the mom to even have these conversations myself to not just expect that the other sex parent is going to have the conversation just because they have the body part now in some instances, it probably makes more sense. However, someone has to be having the conversation that it's natural, normal, and okay. Because too many boys and girls grow up being ashamed of their bodies and who they are because of feeling that that was inappropriate that it was sinful, that it was wrong. And it's important for us to open up the dialogue that it's okay. Now, it's not something that you want to be doing out in public, right? There's a difference between <laughs> public um, self-pleasure and private, right? I don't even need to go there. But... When you connect with yourself and your body in the privacy of your own space, there is healing and beauty and deep spirituality within it. Let me repeat that again. Let me go back to what 
I talked about in, I believe it might have been episode three, when we talked about what is sexuality, and I reached out to the priest, and he said sexuality is spirituality. When you can connect with your own body, you can experience healing. The body keeps score, right? There's an amazing book out there that talks about the fact that the body remembers all trauma, any and all trauma. And the way through the healing is through the body. When you can actually learn how to connect with and love the body in many, many ways, you can experience deep healing. One of the embodiment practices and tools that I use is a jade egg. And you will hear an episode later on on the beauty of the jade egg practice. But I truly believe that it is one of the key tools that really helped me in healing some of the depths of trauma and pain stored in my body because I was able to find a way to have my body feel safe. Right? In order for us to heal, we need to feel safe. We need to relax our nervous systems and allow ourselves the opportunity to tap into the subconscious mind through the conscious mind so that we can heal, we can open up and connect directly with divine source energy, help us heal. So what I'd like to leave you with today on this topic is an awareness on understanding, you know, what we've been teaching boys versus girls and their bodies and the true power of self-pleasure as it relates to healing and spirituality. Thank you so much for listening to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Begeiski. If you have enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And leave a review to help reach other passionate women like you know they are not alone in this journey to experiencing thriving relationships exquisite pleasure, and sexy confidence. If you have felt a calling to take this work to a deeper level, this is your sacred invitation to join my free Facebook group, Essential Feminine Life, or schedule a heart-to-heart with me to learn more about how you can take this work to the next level and say yes to your pleasure and your desire.